My name is Peter Squire. I am the Winnipeg Regional Real Estate Board's Vice President of External Relations and Market Intelligence. Welcome to The Voice, where we invite government and community leaders to discuss topics important to you, our Realtor members. The City of Winnipeg's General Property Assessment is done every two years, with the exception of 2020 due to the pandemic. It was delayed a year, so the reference date for determining market valuations on a mass appraisal basis for the 2023 General Property Assessment is April 1, 2021. The two-year cycle will resume as before, so the next reassessment reference date of Winnipeg property will be April 1, 2023. Residential preview assessment valuations were sent out in January, while commercial ones will come out this spring. To talk to me about how the most recent property assessment went and what we can expect is City of Winnipeg Assessor Kelly Shields. He heads up the Assessment and Taxation Department for the City of Winnipeg. Let me start out by welcoming you to the podcast, Kelly, and thank you for joining me to talk about the property valuations your department has been doing based on the April 1, 2021 reference date and are sending out this year as a preview to Winnipeg property owners, and then finalizing them before they come into effect in 2023. I know your website comes right out and says the 2023 general assessment will be based on market values as at April 1, 2021, and will come into effect for the 2023 taxation year. Before I let you get into explaining it, I just want to say I will never forget a meeting I had a number of years ago with you and your predecessor, Mel Chambers, where he likened realtors and assessors in a similar vein. You may recall he said we are both in the property valuation business, but obviously do it in different ways, owing to the fact you do it on a mass appraisal basis, where our members are usually just focused on determining the value on one property they are listing. For starters, can you explain for everyone's benefit how you do mass appraisal of 220,000 properties every two years and how it is different from what our realtors do, even though it is based on market value? First of all, I'd like to say I always enjoy our conversations and certainly with your members. It's always great. We're in the same business and um, sometimes it's a little confusing to understand mass appraisal versus single property. So I'll do my best. I am going to read something that's a quote in a minute, but just to generally talk about it, you're exactly right. Fee appraisers and realtors are concerned with evaluation on a single date. And usually it's one property or maybe a couple of properties or a portfolio. Assessment jurisdictions are concerned with the valuation of large numbers of properties and on a single legislative date. Usually it's a provincial date. Each province has their own or in the United States, each state would have their own. Within the city of Winnipeg, I think it's somewhere in between 220 and 230 now. I don't know the exact (laughs) number, but it is no easy task. Um, We use mass appraisal. It's just generally known as mass appraisal. And we use a sales comparison approach for residential which is similar to how somebody would value a property, but we just do it on a very large scale. This is the part that I I will read just to get this right, if you don't mind. Uh, Assessment jurisdictions utilize computer systems and software to analyze large quantities of property characteristics and sales information to estimate the value of individual properties 
using sales data from many properties. So that's exactly what we do, right? We input a lot of uh, property characteristics and we utilize many, many sales. For 2023, we utilized almost 32,000 sales for establishing our residential values. That's like single family homes and almost 6,000 sales for condos. So that's the sale base that we used for our market value and our models for mass appraisal. And it's a, it's a very widely used, mass appraisal is used, uh, again, it's, it's used all over Canada, it's used all over North America for certain, and many, many parts of the world to value and, and ultimately to tax properties. People might not know the, the name, we go by different names. We use mass appraisal, we have CAMAS systems, computer-assisted mass appraisal systems that we use in, in the industry. But also there's, there's a few companies that are out there that estimate values for banks, and for financial institutions and, and for CMHC and for mortgage lending. And they call them automated valuation models or AVMs. So there's companies out there. We actually uh, sell characteristics to them and they purchase their own sales through uh, Terranet, Manitoba and other uh, land registries. But they, they do those valuations, those quick off the cuff valuations for, for mortgage purposes. So that's basically mass appraisal. Thanks Kelly for explaining to our members how much is involved in doing a general assessment like you are doing right now. Now I want you to get into the actual 2023 reassessment and explain how the current process is going and what you've already embarked on. I know you've sent out letters to residential property owners this month, but maybe start off with residential so our residential members will understand how that's going and then we will get into commercial afterwards. When we do one general assessment and we release it to the public, and, and ours will, I'll mention it in a minute again, but our assessment notices will come out in June of this year, so for 2023. And basically, right after we release them, we have a group of people that start working on the next general assessment. So it almost never stops, but there's a point where we actually release the product, which is coming up. So as previously mentioned, our evaluation date is April 1st, 2021. In 2020, the province stated that they were going to extend the assessment cycle by one year, and they delayed the assessment due to the pandemic. We'd already started the 2022 general assessment. We started our modeling process, so we quickly changed gears and shifted to the 2023. That was interesting in itself because it brought that reference date from April 1st, 2020, when we were barely into the pandemic. And it now has brought it one, basically one year. I think it's actually, if we want to technically say about, about uh, 13 months into the pandemic. So things have changed. And, and Peter, I'll have to mention, you gave me some notes that I spoke to your, to your Winnipeg Realtors in 2020. It was July. And we had some stats that we were already preparing for, for a 2022 general assessment. And we, I just read them over this morning and, uh, we had residential down maybe 2% and condos down 7%. Well, we've come a long way, especially on the residential side. Commercial, not so much. But on the residential side, it's vastly different. And we've seen a market take off and, uh, in a short period of time. But I actually think that the largest increases, and you probably would concur with this, and I, I read your news releases that you come out every month, 
the bigger changes have really happened post that April 1st, 2021. We've seen a real jump and anybody certainly who bought a house last summer or, or leading into the summer, you know, the bidding wars and the changes were substantial, but that's after our, our reference date. So it's, it's interesting how that will work. And condos, we had condos down 7% and really right now they're a little flat and then some of them are, are lower just depending on where they are. But on January 6th, we, as you mentioned, we mailed out uh, preview letters to over 200,000 residential property owners. In those preview letters, there's a unique user ID for each property. And you can go to our website at assessment.winnipeg.ca and you can log in and you can see many characteristics of your property. And it's in the self-service dropdown. It's on the left side of our website when you go in there. And when you go into my properties, you can see this larger list of characteristics. It's a lot more robust than just going in and looking at any property in the city of Winnipeg. So if you log in and get look at your own property, you can see many, many characteristics. And what we encourage owners to do is compare that information to their property. They know their property. It's very personal to them. Our information is characteristics that we're aware of. And people change their property from time to time. And not necessarily, we don't have that information. You might you might remove something or you might add something. We would like to hear about both. We mostly hear about when people uh, <laughs> take something away, but we like to hear about both. And I will say the first person that I saw an email, they shared it with us that uh, wrote in and filled, filled out a new form that we have, which I'll mention in a minute, and added a whole bunch of things that they did to their property. And we're willing, asking us to reassess it at a higher amount. So that was encouraging for our staff to see that it doesn't happen that often. We have this new property characteristics form and it's called residential request for information. And we developed this largely in the last year due to the pandemic, because we really have stopped in-house uh, inspections. And I know it's been troubling and, and there's a lot of rules around real estate and going and inspecting homes in person, especially when people are looking at homes for the purchase. It's a, it's a totally different experience. And it's difficult for us to go into personal residence. So we created a form that we're mailing out to people that are doing improvements to their house. So their house is sold where they can update the information, send it in and send photos and all those things. And it's what you send in whatever works for you. If you can send in photos, that's great. Another thing I'd like to mention is along with the letter that we sent out for 2023, there is a brochure that explains, you know, the market value. There's some market value changes. There is some general assessment information and there is, we have 10 modeling areas and we provided some percentage increases in those areas. And, and again, those percentage increases are from the last reference date to the current re reference date. So it's three years. I would encourage people not to get too hung up on their percentage increase from their reassessment. It's really about what's your property worth. Thanks, Kelly. Now let's cover commercial because I know it's a different property type and the process is different in terms of your valuations. And it also has a different time period for your preview and finalization later in the year. We don't have a lot of lead time on commercial properties. We haven't seen our past experiences over a few reassessments back. We got a lot of people looking at our website, but we didn't get a lot of people calling us. They would just wait and file an appeal anyway, sort of a <laughs> business decision. So we focused on the customer service for the majority of the role, which is residential. And we end up putting out our commercial values on our website probably a few weeks prior to the mailing. They are typically there earlier. So I think they'll probably come out a few weeks before we mail on June 3rd. So probably sometime in May, those will be available. And again, we, we use the same 
mass appraisal methodology. It's different, right? We use an income approach to value on commercial properties and Mm -hmm. we collect that data. We send an annual request and we still get, you know, about 75% of the people complying with our requests for information. Certainly we're, we're taking a really hard look this time. The market is a little different. Sales are still strong, but um, you know, there's vacancy and other things. And I think people are more looking at the future than they are looking at today. It's the same process, but we have different models for office and retail and industrial properties and certainly multifamily are, are different. Well, thanks again on the commercial side. I have just one more question that you might tie into a question that seems like a lot of people ask. And it comes out in the media, every assessment, and you're well aware of it. This isn't that some think if your valuation goes up, whatever percentage it increases, you're automatically going to be paying higher property taxes. As I've well understood, it all comes back to that mill rate where you set the mill rate. Maybe address that part of my question. Another aspect is what we have seen in other cities like Calgary, which is well documented where they've really lost a lot of value in their downtown office space. And how does it then affect residential owners if you have a year of an assessment where one main category is down considerably compared to another one? And how could that influence the overall taxation rate for those taxpayers? The reality is a lot of people do get focused on my percentage increase is whatever, 10% and and my taxes are going to go up 10%. It absolutely does not work that way, right? Winnipeg has a very large percentage of residential. So if you take like say single family or small multi-unit properties, condos and multifamily like uh, apartment blocks, it's about 75% of the assessment role. So it's a very large percentage of the assessment role. And there's other properties, you know, there's railway and other other types of properties in there. And then the commercial is predominantly the rest. I did a quick analysis because I was anticipating your question. If there was a 10% decrease in commercial values in the city of Winnipeg, you ought to understand the values of commercial is high, but if there was an overall just a 10%, and I'm just pulling this number out, it would barely change the shift onto residential by 1%. Having that huge residential base is not something to gauge anything by. The last several reassessments, our percentage of the role that's residential and commercial has barely changed. And I don't really see a massive change here. And Part of that is also because we have a portioning and we have one mill rate in the city of Winnipeg. When you look at cities like Calgary, and I'm I'm not familiar with a lot, but I am familiar with Calgary to, to, to a certain degree. They have a commercial mill rate and a residential mill rate, and they have a certain amount of money they want to collect from commercial and a certain amount of money they want to collect from residential compared to Winnipeg, where we have a certain amount of money we want to collect from everybody. And it just fits, it fits in your piece of the pie slightly changes, but in commercial, you got to think that if they need whatever that much money, and if office buildings go down by 50% and they have office buildings in Calgary that were a billion each alone, and they go down by 50%, they still have to raise the same amount of taxes that either goes to other property types, or they have to make some kind of council resolution to take the extra money from residential. So it's very different here. And that was a big debate in Calgary. If you were following it, it was a big debate on how they were going to get that money that they they weren't being able to collect other than raising the mill rate by 40% or whatever it was. So we don't really have that issue here. 
you might see that in a very small jurisdiction in Manitoba where there's one big industry that could could affect the overall taxes for that industry but we don't we don't have that here and even when you go back in time uh, reassessments are and I said this before they're they're revenue neutral so if the whole roll went up by 10% everything went up by 10% the mill rate comes down accordingly it's revenue neutral and the city makes money or adds to that by growth each year. We, we exclude growth. So we add that. And then if they have a tax increase, so they've had 2.33 for a number of years, and that gets added on the mill rate at the end. So that's how they raise taxes. The city doesn't make any money off of a reassessment. It's revenue neutral. Thanks for explaining that, Kelly. You've really covered the ground I wanted you to cover from mass appraisal through to the current 2023 assessment. I guess one of the takeaways, as much as you had to delay it by one year, is that the assessments have gone up. And on the other side of the coin, they haven't gone up as much as some homeowners may think because your reference date stops at April 1, 2021. The market took off much more throughout the second quarter and the remainder of the year than it did at the beginning of 2021. When you have other jurisdictions and other places that have the market falls greatly right after their reference date, you know, people are purchasing at much lower rates, but their, their taxing is for frozen at that certain rate. So it kind of goes both ways. But in Winnipeg, you know, Peter, you and I have talked about this so many mm-hmm. times that our market is just sort of chugs along. It's nice. It's not crazy up or down and kind of predictable and makes our jobs a little easier. But we have those little dips once in a while in certain areas, but but it's a pretty steady market and it, it's kind of predictable at times, right? Thanks for joining me today. And I look forward to dealing with you or, you know, another assessor like mm-hmm. I've dealt with your predecessors before, because I felt the Winnipeg Regional Real Estate Board's always had a very good working relationship with your department. And I've actually enjoyed seeing all of you come to our Market Insights event to see how we're seeing the market, to give you some insights when you then go back into the field and do your own evaluations of property. So it's always been very much appreciated from me and from our board. And again, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to talk to me today. Thanks so much, Peter. And I'll just make a quick note that I'm retiring next week at the end of January. It's been a 33-year career in this department. It's been wonderful. But it's, it's time for me to, to move on. And uh, they've hired a new city assessor, which is Tim Austin. Tim has been in the department for many years and, and was great. the deputy city assessor. And Tim will be a great leader in the department. And I, I think the future is very bright. I'd also like to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And we look forward to having you back for our next episode. Mm-hmm.